Oh my gosh. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Buddy, you're a boy, make a big noise. Seven years old. I come running down from upstairs, down the steps, around our living room, into the room where the Christmas tree is. And when I run through the living room, I kind of stop. And on the TV is like the demo of Super Mario Brothers just oh, playing. Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, we're going to be sued for sexual harassment now. Yeah. Bathroom pranks. Ultraviolet password. Covered in blood. Yeah. Did you say Philly That's cheese or cheesesteak? Frangible. Thank Obama. I tweet us at the podcast about the other podcast. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Blasphemous. Oh my gosh. Frangible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's blasphemous. Oh my gosh. Blasphemous. Oh my gosh. Frangible. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh my gosh. Somebody posted on like podcasting smarter, you know, one of those stupid Facebook oh. pages. I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Do I need a microphone or a piece of bread? This, you know, the, the questions they ask. They slay me. I'm like, this guy's like, I'm using Omnify to schedule podcast interviews, and it's not working out well. Any other suggestions? Well, let's not Google it or. Maybe do some research before launching a podcast. Let's just jump in the car, just hope that it runs, and just just start driving. Oh, by the way, there's no tires. Anyone have any suggestions before I derail myself? But he's he's using some sort of stupid software to like schedule, and you know, like half of his guests don't know how to use it. Like, what bullshit is out there? It's like, yo, how about your telephone? How about you use that? To schedule meetings. <laughs> How about I use a pigeon? It's like you said with Larry David's quote. People are thinking about doing stand-up. Don't do it. You're already right. past the point. And that really is like a pet peeve of mine because I see that the notifications on these podcast groups that like we subscribe to. And you'll notice I always post like when these dumb questions come, what you need to do is make yourself a sandwich and turn on the podcast. You know, I'm right. like a step away from it like, because you're too stupid to have one. Um, right. And it's funny because – I, I read these, the Podbean, like, moderators that are in some of these that are pretty good. Yeah. Or, like, you can tell they're, like, trying to practice some restraint. They're like, well, we'll look into that issue and see what we can. And they're, oh. they just, I know they want to be like, you're too fucking dumb. And you got to wonder, though. I mean, if you're going to do a podcast, you do a little homework. I did it with you guys not knowing how to, like, do this. But we did, yeah. at least we did our homework and tested it. Yeah, you know? right. We're able to post it somewhere so people could listen so I click on the guy that posted that question on the page. His name? Vernon Ross. Yeah, um, okay. He is. He has a podcast, Master Your Message, Finding Your Voice in Any Situation with <laughs> Vernon Ross. Unless um, that voice has to be podcasted and then you don't have the software to find it. I don't know where I am. Can you hear me? Kind of an oxymoron. I think I just talk into this microphone and then everyone can download my podcast. Well, you have to yeah. plug it in. Vernon Ross. Here's another one of these posts where they capitalize um, nouns, not proper oh. nouns, just nouns. They unnecessarily 
Vernon Ross is the best in online businesses, social media strategy, and networking. Oh, networking. Hey, I just talked to some guy about the Eagle score and the John next to me in, in, the, in the men's room. What were you doing in there? I was networking. Networking. It's a mixer. I was mingling. The, the best online businesses, social media strategy, networking, all capitalized. It's so funny how many people have a podcast that like shouldn't. And my buddy Zach made fun of that in a tweet recently. He was like, how do I find out if I have a podcast like online? Like kind of like everyone's got one. How do I figure out if I have one? Is there like a site I can search for to know? Because I think I might have one. I just don't know. Right, because anyone can have one. It's so funny too because you, you read these like these threads and uh, that these posts that people are doing and it's like the dumbest questions. It's like, so has anyone had this issue uh, – when posting to a Facebook page, you're like, oh, it's like the easiest thing to do. It's copy, paste, post. Right. And it's like challenging for some of these people. And I'm just the, – the moderators in these groups have to be like shaking their head. And it's funny because a lot of the group moderators too, the admins, I go to their profile to see what makes them such an authority. And I'm like, no, why are you like in charge of this? Because I mean, yeah. the one posts – you know, the one group that I'm in posts something every day like, hey, podcasters, have you tried this tip? sharing your email content. And I'm like, what makes you an authority on advice? Uh, you know, I want to hear, I only want to listen to people greater than me uh, right. tell me like advice. Like somebody famous, like Howard Stern or Corolla. I'd be like, right. okay, that holds weight. Not, you know, and I clicked on where they were and it was like Alexandria, Virginia. I'm like, why are you an authority on radio? I know. I'll listen I'm to not, John Hassinger. I'm not, you know, not you. spamming this show. Uh, it's just... Those those suggestions drive me crazy, um, but Vernon Ross's new book, Master Your Message, is a great read on how to find your voice and step into your personal brand. It is like oh. you don't need any degree to write a fucking self-help book, man. Like right. you and I could write a self-help book, and yeah, if marketed don't. property, if dumped enough money into it, we can make enough back. Like the advice that John gave me when I moved in with Jen way back in 2011, she, he said, always remember to take the trash out. To this day, I never forget oh, to take yeah. the trash out. Just do it. stuck it. with me. And uh, I want to get into uh, the wedding do's and don'ts with John tonight, as promised, because this guy's got some ginger, and he's got some, some answers, and he's got some slavery slicings to my, uh, my needs. But before you can need us, then you can do us. At the end of the podcast. So one of these days I'm going to do that and shit my pants. And it's not even going to be on the show. I'm going to have like a nervous tick. It'll be like a meeting and they'll be like, Clark, what do you think about the second quarter projections? And I'll be like, Trash! Oh, oh, what is that smell? I, um, You know, I think something died. I think it was my, my, my career, my pride. Um, so Jen and I are in the, yes. on, in the, in the grundle sack of planning a wedding. And as predicted... Uh, I'm trying to navigate through these uncharted waters that, quite frankly, on a normal day, I wouldn't care about. Obviously, I do because it's a big event, but planning and flowers and all that is like a step away for me then. What kind of trash bag should I buy for this? I'm like, anything that does the job, whatever requires the less uh, verbs and nouns out of my mouth is the one I want to go with because I just don't care. I trust it'll be beautiful no matter what, and the little things... Not really into it. I just care about the big picture. I'm an older guy, 36. I'm not like 25. I'm like, planning my life. I'm like, right. yeah. 
kind of what we are. So, so John, an expert, a so gentleman you, to listen to everything you say. Are you arguing over what color napkins to have or what color what color chargers to use under the plates on the table? Because the table has a plate, but the plate has a plate that it goes on that goes underneath it. Uh, right. Every yeah, fucking I just want... detail. Are you arguing over those because you don't care, or I have a well, I want the the plates from the birdcage with the naked boys on it. You know that they they eat the gazpacho off of, and that's just not flying. No, I'm not arguing about anything. It's just the uh, the time invested of. Well, let's discuss the. Oh my gosh. And Jen's making it very easy on me. Right. Like I'm just going to do all this and just sign off on it. But it's like the it what kills me, I guess I, I should articulate better is like the meetings of talking about it, because I feel like 90 percent of the time it's me sitting there like, yeah, no, that's that's great. Anything you want. Like, I don't want to be there, but I don't want to not be there and be like, well, Matt doesn't care. Well, okay. I, I, I so feel here, like I don't need to be there. Here you go. Do you d- does Jen want you to be there? Uh, most if, if I don't have to be there. No, uh, she she doesn't, you know, ask, but. I think a lot of it has to do with money, so she does because it's like, well, do you want to pay this much money or who's going to pay for this? And mm-hmm. So I have to kind of be there, but I feel like – I just wish it were wheeled down to like five minutes of, are you going to pay for this, 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 and this? But you know, because it's a conversation with like a wedding planner and parents and all that, it drags on right. to, well, what about the bachelor party? And I'm like, all right. All right. All right. <clears throat> How does John navigate through the first the, thing the, that came the, to the my head is – edit butter. When we decided we were getting married, when we got engaged, uh, we bought a joint checking account and just put all our money into one pile. All right. And I let Heather, you know, kind of watch what I make and see how much comes in every month. So then that way, when she wants something, when we're planning for the wedding, she knows if we can get it or if we can't, if we can pay for it right now. Or if we can pay for it right before the wedding, slowly saving from that moment until the wedding. So if Jen and you are comfortable with doing that, it makes things so much easier. She's been saying that for months. We've got to do a joint account. So. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, dude, think she about quoted it. you, too. You She's like, didn't John her? do that? You yeah. trust her. Mm. Right. So naturally. Release natural the burden of having to make decisions and give Jen free range. Yeah, full, full capacity. from responsibility because guess what? No matter what, it will be worth it. You're not going to go dead broke and life will continue and you'll, you'll be in I'll have to give, ham, I'll give hammies, ham, hand jobs for hammies. Maybe just hammies for hand jobs. Yeah, well, that sounds all right. That sounds all right. <laughs> Me. So okay, so put it all in one pot. Let the let the mother hen control the the nest, and yes. then you can uh, get the trimming downs, the the dribblings downs of of just of sustenance in order to survive. And then she'll say to you at times, she'll say, "So I want this. Like this is the one thing that I I did push back because then the cool thing is when you constantly are saying yes." When you rarely, randomly pick a spot to go no, you go, hey, look, I've been really cool. Yeah, it holds more weight. Everything so far. So I don't want 
us to spend whatever it was, some insane amount, on a floor cover, a white floor cover. I don't know if you even noticed. Nobody probably did. Our dance floor was all white with a big H on it. Yeah. And I was like, that's so stupid. And then, like, as time went on, I was like, you know what? I don't care. just, Just get whatever you want. If you... Think we can handle it financially? Then get it. What kind of what color was the floor though at your wedding? It was white. Oh, because if you were to if a cop were to ask me describe the wedding floor, I would have been like it was brown checkered wood floor. Because I I just don't wouldn't I really don't know. I wouldn't I would never remember a detail like that. I don't look at the floor and make like a note. Why? It could have been unless it's like rocky, you know, cutting stone floor where you're right. like tripping and stuff. It, I. A floor is a floor to me. It's like somebody's shoes. You don't you don't look at it. I was like, and people are going to be outside walking around, and then they're going to come in and oh jeez, dance on our floor and get it all dirty. Yeah, but you kind of just pick and choose. Hey, guess what? Here we are, like over a year later, and you know we're alive. We're eating. Right, everything's good. So that's some good sound advice. What all the. All the monetary uh, negotiable instrument in one pot, and just let it, let her serve. And does does it get frustrating when? So here's the thing. You're like, uh, here's, here, here's my mind. If had like walk. in the in the beginning when she would come to me, c- can we get this? And I would, right. first I would say, well, how much is it? It's four grand. I would say, nope, we don't need it. Like immediately. Yeah. Right. I'm like, no, we can't afford it. I just know we can't. I'd rather just have that four grand f- for something for other weed. than that useless. Yeah, for weed and uh, chargers um, tickets, bananas. And right. Chargers. Oh, fucking chargers. Last time I team. ever jump on that bandwagon. Love them. They got pooped on by the Chiefs Saturday night. Horrible. I agree with you. My my problem too is, and as I predicted, I just got to kind of. Take it down a couple notches is when is when the logistics come in. They're like, well, the music's this much. I'm like, I, I know music better than most people. I'm, I'm a music snob. No, nobody's telling me the playlist. And and that, that hasn't been an argument, but um, that's in the in the chamber. Well, that was right. That was my only uh, was my only ace in the hole. I had full control over the music other than what it costs. I, I right. again, I didn't care. I didn't want to deal with any of the numbers. But I said, look, I'm going to give them like 20 must plays. Yeah, right. Other, yeah, other than that, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, you need those go-to songs that, you know. I think ours is going to be fairly simple. The 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 ceremony itself will be in Hawaii. So the reception is a luau. So it'll it'll be a lot of like, you know. I just want to put Somewhere Over the Rainbow on repeat. All right, so that's good. So we cleared that up. That's pretty. That's pretty sweet. Wow. Do you have a date? It yet? works. Do you have a date yet? Do you have a date yeah. yet? Do you have a date? date Septem- yet? It'll be September seventeenth. Oh wow! Yeah. So about like ten months away. Fire, fire down. Wow. Count down. In where in Hawaii? On oh, uh, Oahu. Holy shit! And then the honeymoon will be in uh, in um, Kauai, uh, which is. We're doing a Jurassic Park thing where they you, you take ATVs to the where they film Jurassic Park. 
the day of the wedding, the morning of, there's a shark shark diving thing with my brother and I, and you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be wild, man. It's gonna be a trip. It's gonna wow. be a trip. See, I get eaten. Clark so died. Don't we love? That. You already got all that ironed out. So from now on, just say yes, 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 and then as you get closer and closer, Jen will cut things that you're kind of getting too tight with money, and then she'll eliminate things. Slice them. And she'll yeah. make, you know make sure you guys aren't you know twenty grand in debt. <laughs> I respect you, Ginger. I respect you, Ginger. So all right, well that's cool. That cleared that up. I'm just telling you, man, say yes to everything. Wedding Planning 101 with John Hassinger. You heard it here. The man, the myth, the legend. Remove John told me that. From responsibility. What's that? Oh, story of my life. Yeah. Did you think about what you did before you did this? No, I'm a kid. You're 28. I'm just, just a bunch of young kids messing around. You stole a car. You're almost 40. So, John, have you heard, have you listened, uh, switching gears here, have you listened to the new Eminem album? Have you heard this? 80, almost 80 minute album yet? It's 80 minutes. Is that long? Really long for an album. It's yeah, almost 80 minutes. 18 tracks, 19 tracks. Crazy. I have it's not crazy. listened to one, oh, other than Untouchable, I have not listened to one minute. All right. Well, I've been listening to it a lot. I listened to it maybe a good uh, solid five times. Okay. From front to, you know, I, I did a lot of driving this weekend. I, I, you know, I wanted to give it its full realm. And I'm a huge Eminem fan, as as we know you are. It's full zest. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. Big fan. Most, I give credit for and kudos for how long it is. I always felt like, remember the days of making mixed CDs? You're like, there's 80 minutes in a CD. Why are like some of these artist albums like 40 minutes? You have all this time you could do. Right. So he kind of packed like 80 minutes almost of music into it. And I was like, that's pretty cool. That's what you always wanted to see, you know? Oh, yeah. 12, 12 really bucks. really long. 12 bucks, 80 minutes of new Eminem music. Sounds pretty good. Oh, it's, it's, pretty good. It's like a new can of petroleum jelly. Yeah, like a new can of, of, of barometer soup. Oh, regular piggly wiggly stiggly crackle bar. Ooh. What are the ingredients of? What kind of soup was that? Barometer soup. Barometer, barometer soup? Barometer. That's just air pressure. Jonathan. I'm puffing. I'm huffing. Posting. Yeah, so, the new album is good, but he misses the mark a little bit. Mm, and I'll tell you why. Some of the, It's the most honest album he's done, I think. Right. And some of the songs are great. But I feel like, as a fan, he relies too much. Drayden produced this album, by the way, too. I feel like he misses the mark with this one. He relies too much on the female looped chorus on too many of the songs like he does a song with alicia keys which i think is great but there's too many songs where it's the female loop chorus and then he's kind of chiming in like it feels a little lazy and forced and sheer and i feel like that was yeah female and i feel like it just wasn't that great i I like the album but it's not his best i heard the song with pink was like a pink song featuring eminem kind of yeah almost on it more than he is yeah, it's kind of her, like, you know, riffing, and then he kind of chimes in, and it just, it opens up with Beyonce. I mean, the first song, the first voice you hear is Beyonce. It kind of sets the tone. It's good, but it's not It's not even half as good as Marshall Mathers' LP2, his, his previous one. I still can't get past Bay. 
I can't get can't past say. Beyonce. Can't do it. I can't do it. I, I don't know if I will. I've been on another thread with DeWitt and Chris McShay, and they're both talking about it, and I just could care less. I don't know why. Yeah. McShay told me it's good to, uh, you know, run or work out to. Matt. It is. It's a good it's a good album overall. He's got some really good honest songs. The song is anti Trump song in there. with Alicia Keys is is amazing. Ooh, sure she hates Trump. What's uh what's it called? I heard I heard there's uh, so many like home. goofy lines like you got a you got a bad booty like diarrhea. Yeah, like I was that. just gonna say that was that legitimately my next words of mouth was like, he talks about like shit a lot and like diarrhea is in there and it's it, it's like kind of too much mm. and uh but he it, the best song my favorite is called Remind Me and he 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 samples um I Love Rock and Roll by Joan right. Jett and he just raps over that and it works hmm. that's the song with the diarrhea on it it kind of mm. takes a negative turn but but it's <laughs> a, it's a good album overall but he. Some of the songs, though, uh, dare I say, are, are like almost unlistenable. Um, they're just not, they don't pack anything. It's just kind of like a weak beat, and he's just kind of rapping. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't, it doesn't really work. Um, there's too many of those songs, like, I call them throwaway songs. Like, the song with Lil Wayne in recovery, I think, is like awful. It's the it's only just, one I skip. Yeah, it, it, there's like too many of those kind of songs with that kind of beat and like an extra artist that you're like, I, I don't. I can't do this. My night. What does he say? Uh, my night stands got Bibles. <clears throat> my night man's are full of open Bibles. My night stand is full of broken bottles. Night stands. I'm having another seizure. I heard it was basically him kind of pleading and trying to wrap his head around his uh, his like teetering relevance. How he's just how just yeah. the the world and music, it just it's a shame that he isn't bigger because of who he is and and what he broke through in the music world and racial lines and and changed so much. It's a shame he's not. That's not all happening now. Right. He'd have right. Your voice, I think. It's like we take a step forwards then backwards, but this is his form of distraction. Plus, he gets an enormous reaction when he attacks the NFL. So we focus on that. And he's of kind of, poorly, yeah, and a lot of the songs, he's honestly kind of dancing around his relevance and what that means. And I think that's going to help him. I mean, all of his albums have won best, except for Encore, have won best Grammy for rap album. Right. Um, so I think this one, because of the Trump and everything, is going to help him because it's it's very political in a lot of ways. But there's a lot of mixed feelings out there. I was hanging out with Jacare this weekend. He was telling me that the black community, I guess because he's a spokesperson, the whitest black man in the world, Jacare, as our friend John yeah. says. But Jacare was saying the black community is uh, talking a lot about this album because he's talking almost like a black guy. Like he's a spokesperson for him. And they don't need a, they don't need a white guy to be a spokesperson, which I can disagree and agree with to a certain extent. But the politicalness of the album is going to help him in See? the end. There, there's always someone who's going to look at something negatively and not understand its intent. You know, when Eminem right. says, whenever Eminem raps in like the third person or the second person, whatever, whenever he refers to himself as we, and he's speaking about black people, right? He's 
he's not saying he's a spokesperson for blacks. He's saying he's not a white all. person who understands probably more than most white people what they're going through. You know, Absolutely. I mean, he like I agree with you 100%. with them. Got a plan and now I got a hatchet like a damn Apache with a tomahawk. I'm a walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time talks. No, I, I don't know what privilege he got because he was white. Right. I'm no, sure I'm on board with your sentiment. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm definitely on board. You can have those cupcake sprinkles. Ooh, Jimmy's. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on board with that. But it's good. You should give it a listen. I'd be curious what you think about it. I definitely will. I probably will uh, at some point this week. When recovery came out, you – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I just haven't been motivated. I don't know why. I guess I just don't care what he has to say anymore, even though I, I still find him incredibly like entertaining and interesting. Right. It's like – it's a shame that he wrote so many funny songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a shame he was kind of such a jokester. That when he gets real serious, I'm kind of like... Eh. You're kind of waiting for it to be... Which is why I like that Remind Me song. The whole thing is one of those like old kind of joke songs. It's just about uh, like girls with big boobs and stuff. And you're like, it's fun. You know? I think, like, it's, I think a good album like that should be like 80% of the good classic music you like. And then maybe 20% you can like try new political stuff, but as a whole, I feel like a lot of it kind of misses it. Right, like white America is like as far as I'd like him to go politically. Right. You know, kind of, you know, turning the mirror around on white people in this world, in this country. Right. Yes. You don't want to keep doing it because it'll get played out and people will be like, oh, all right, I get it. You know, like, I I know you're not for Trump. I know you don't have to talk it. about it. Can you just rap? Yeah, dis, we just rap. She gets a ma- ah, someone. I'm gonna stop. Right, get to another feud. That's the Eminem we missed when you were like feuding with like Moby or something like that. You know, right? It was like this, those John, are some of the best stop. songs where he's like, you know, ripping on someone. Those those angry like wild. You're like those are, yeah, this is like fire. You know. Of course, Ja Rule, leave it to him to ruin all that. He had to rap about I'm a his daughter. It's like, uh, Don't touch how, it. How creative. Right. How random. How original. Uh, the reason you – but when I – last thing I'll say about the album is when I listened ja. to it, I remember when Recovery came out, you posted something like, at first I thought it was a miss. But then when I listened to it again, I realized the album was brilliant. And I was hoping to get that on this. And after like the fourth time, I was like, I'm, I'm just not seeing it. I'm not – I'm not feeling it. I feel like it's uh, a bunch of different tracks just kind of thrown together. Yeah, you know? that's all the reviews like I'm sporadic. hearing. They, they're like all over the place. I heard at the end, the last two, uh, one of them is about Haley. I heard it's really right. gut, gut-wrenching. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does. He does it about that. And he kind of talks about his mistakes. Mm. Very reflective in a way. Hmm. It might be his last album. I mean, probably not, but I, I he has to do something. I mean, he's an old, older guy now. He's like 46 as a rapper. I mean, you only have a shelf life so long where you can still be doing that. In the studio, yes, but you should probably follow that up with like something original. You know what I mean? I know. It's, it's, isn't it weird how we 
think of what these people should do. Because I always remember how dumbfounded I was when watching the HBO. Flabbergasted! <laughs> Hornswoggled! Uh, the HBO documentary about the Interscope and how Dre was like. Well, you know, I'm like a billionaire now. Like, why the hell would I bust my ass to make an amazing album? It doesn't really make sense. He's like, I'm inspired in like scattered amounts. And I can imagine being a billionaire, that's just how it goes. Um, right. Why, why would you need to do that? Why would you need to spend 18 hours in a booth all day when you're like, I'm sitting on a billion dollars. I've done this. I, I can just relax. Like extreme fear of poverty or death creates that type of inspiration to make the chronic you know like we are like gonna either get arrested or we have to become millionaires right oh sean green just popped in online let's blind pot him in and be like you're live a blind pod you want to fuck want to fuck with him a first blind pod speaking yeah. of reviews mixed yeah reviews yeah man <clears throat> so i saw the last jedi yeah, I'm, 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 my dick's ready to pop for this ginger. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was going to segue into that next of why you didn't watch, the, listen to the Eminem albums because you've seen the Last Jedi three or four times. How many times have you seen the Last Jedi? Twice. Okay. First Parable. time. There was okay. There was one part in the movie where I thought, okay, you just took me out of this whole movie because you're trying to be funny. And it, the joke is funny, what's happening, but I'm not hating the villain now. I'm kind of laughing with him. Oh. Yeah, they do like a, um, kind of does like a prank call. Who does? <clears throat> so Poe Dameron takes his X-Wing and he flies it outside the big space shuttle of the Empire of the, the last, the First Order. Yeah. Vegas. And he gets on an intercom and he's like, patch me through to General Hux. And Hux gets on and he's like, hello, this is General Hux. I and we are going to destroy the remnants of your sad rebellion. This is Sparta. And he's like, what is it? And Poe Dameron goes, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on hold for General Hux. And he goes, can you hear me? This is General Hux. And he's like, yeah, I'll hold. Is, I mean, is he busy? Can he come to the phone? And I was like, I, I, it was In funny. the Star Wars universe, they did that? Yes, like, because he's, he's, actually, he's actually stalling so they can get away. And But, like, when it was happening, yeah, man, it took me out. I thought I was watching, like, Comedy Central. I thought I was watching, like, a spoof, yeah. like, a YouTube, like, Sarah Live. Yeah, what is, what is Disney doing with that? So... There was about four or five other moments like that where I laughed, but the joke really seemed like rammed in there. Oh, interesting. Yes. Interesting. Interesting you say that. I've, I've, I've read both. I haven't seen the film yet, but I've seen both friends mm -hmm. and other friends say like, it's great, better than Force Awakens. And others like, it missed the mark. The writers were just trying to throw stuff out there and be funny. Kind of what you just said. And then, Interesting to hear that. So, so it kind of kind of left you a little uh, uh, clumber busted. <laughs> so it, I wasn't. Um, Slightly. It wasn't like they weren't funny. They all were funny. But I remember okay. going, 
huh, they really had no reason to slam that joke into that scene. <laughs> it was still funny. And uh, so that was that. Then there was one part where I almost, like, f I felt people almost getting up and walking out in the middle oh of the gosh. movie. Oh, my gosh. Goodness gracious, alabacious. Why? In the middle of the movie, man, I was like, yo, people are going to groan. This is this is not good. What are they doing? And then it what? ended. Then it ended and everything kind of changed and you kind of like forgot about it. So Oh, oh man. They bomb the Get Ginger. They bomb the spaceship that Princess Leia's in. And okay. amazing graphics, dude. She's standing there, and the bomb hits the ship from behind, and it shows her getting, like, blown up and thrown into outer space. Oh, Carrie. They cut to another scene. Come back later. Yeah. Princess Leia's floating in oh, outer God. space, and she's frozen. Cue the music. <laughs> Her wrist starts to move and her hand starts to move and suddenly she flies through outer space to like the closest rebel shuttle and falls down at the window and they open the door and they pull her in and she's they save her. Oh my gosh. But like she flew in outer space, in her like dress costume, like mm, that like sounds Mary a little Poppins. cheesy to me. <laughs> just a spoonful of sugar makes the princess land here. The princess, like, well, it's Disney; they could just recycle that. Super Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. But the thing is, it was the first and will be the only time Princess Leia used the Force because she's a Skywalker, and they said she should be able to be Force sensitive. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, she's Force-esque. She's uh, forced a fight. Oh, I'll go ahead and put a uh, spoiler warning at yeah, the beginning please. of this. Um, so, no, no, no. so there was those two moments, the, the Poe making fun of General Hux and then oh the gosh. Princess Leia flying through outer space. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> that, that I kind of was upset with. Okay. Now, Luke Skywalker... Ray, Kylo Ren, slash Ben Solo. Amazing. Those three yeah. were so good. Every second they were on the, the screen, they were amazing. Uh, and I don't know why people were so upset with the direction that Luke Skywalker, that they took Luke Skywalker in. Um, again, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen it. Luke is, he's not, he's hiding. I mean, we obviously learned that in Force Awakens. Aye. He's hiding. And hey, he's, he's a bearded hermit. There's a reason for it. And I, I don't know. I, people expected him to just jump right back into Return of the Jedi Luke with the green lightsaber and jump. Oh, yeah, it. my favorite. It's like not going to happen. That was 30 years ago. What? Like, I'm not fucking seeing this movie then. So... That's exactly what I wanted. Well, not no, right of course he's not. He's an old guy, too. He's an actor. He's an old guy. That's not. He would look silly if you did that. You'd actually regret it more if you saw him do that. He would look kind of dumb. But 
be like an old rock star. It's like ready to rock. It's like the Who playing, you know, uh, you know, headlining. What's the song the Who does though? I got I to get this reference right. It'll kill me. Uh, Talking about my generation, you know. Uh, right. But the whole song they're singing because they're young, but they're still playing that at like right. 60 years old now. You're like, yeah. nah, it doesn't really work. School's out for summer. It's like a whole bunch of 60-year-old people. Uh, Right. It's been out for a while. It's been out for a lot of summers. However. Oh, my gosh. And this will not spoil it for anybody because, in my opinion, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Luke does use the Force in a way more powerful than anyone ever has, ever. To display his pure, absolute power. Uh, and that's all I'll say. That's amazing. You got to cap this though with with your lightsaber. Do you have it handy that we can get a a listen? Now, when I, when I went the second time, <laughs> yep, I, I was ready for all the jokes and I laughed at them all. And I thought they were fine. All right. Princess Leia part was still strange. Yeah. But Luke and Ray and Kylo were still awesome. And I love the movie and cannot wait to see it again. I like your ginger. Oh my gosh, the forest is green. It's green like a little Shrek. He's like a little Shrek guy. Wow. Ready? Oh, oh, watch your hand. You're going to burn it right off. Oh my gosh. Green lightsaber. Jedi. 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 Hey, doesn't Return of the Jedi have the coolest movie, movie poster of, of all of them, though? Where you see, uh, you got Princess Leia like in a bikini, oh, and then you have, and then you have Han Solo shooting a gun, and then you have Luke Skywalker with the saber, and then in the back of all this, it's Vader, like uh-huh. in the whole sky. I think it's the cool. I think Return of the Jedi, the original poster, is the coolest out of all of them. They're all, they're all really great, but that one is like Jabba the Hutt's on there. It epitomizes it. Yeah, it's great. And there's great even job. There's, there's even flashbacks in this. That um, are told through two different perspectives. Ooh, by perspective. Yes. Ooh, I like that. So, I like that focal ginger. I uh, definitely recommend it. It's like two and a half hours, but it doesn't seem that long. There is a subplot that Benicio del Toro is involved in, and it's a slicer, right? It's kind of pointless, but it also leads to without a doubt, visually, the best thing they've ever done. And Oh, my gosh. They do a really cool... Oh, my gosh. The oh way gosh. they uh, kind of paid homage to... Uh, oh, my gosh. ...the Force in uh, the first one. They kind of do the same thing to Lightspeed in The Last Jedi, as well as Jedi's. Uh, there's a mm. there's like a new spin, two new spins, with their um, you know just their use of of light speed as a gingerly as a, as a vehicle. I'm curious to see it, man. That sounds like your review is a a fine seal of approval. I mean, the whole movie actually from beginning to end is a giant space race. They're just being chased the whole time, and mm. they jump off and come back and jump off and come back. It's a it's a it's a fun ride like the Star Wars movies have always been. Right. They're 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 all just a fun ride. They're not like the greatest movies ever, but it's a fun right. ride that's well done. You know what I mean? And there's so many cameos in this damn thing. 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in it. He's someone that's like complaining oh, nice. to the police because they parked oh, cool. a uh, they they parked a little like escape pod shuttle on a guy's beach. He's like, this is mm-hmm. a private beach. Mm-hmm. They, they put their shuttle there. This <laughs> private beach. Can't do it. So that's um, ticket. Yeah, I definitely recommend. Yeah, check it out. Star Wars. Last Jedi opened in theaters on December 15th. John has seen it twice. We'll be catching out a third time. And we hope to stay tuned for some more Paprika Ginger. James Buster Douglas. It was Buster Douglas. Buster Douglas had a boxing game, too. They were just giving Jacaris three boxing games. At the final level of that game, the Buster Douglas boxing game, you fight this guy named Ironhead. Oh, who's that? <laughs> James the way. Buster Douglas Knockout Boxing. Look at his fat ass on the cover of that Genesis game. <laughs> Stiff ass. Oh, I was so pissed when he knocked Tyson down. I was trying to uh trying to harmonize. Yeah, I was right. To oh yeah. Earlier. I'm going to record that that paprika. I could only really get a good a small little like 7 second clip because if I really wanted to do it right and get into it it would have to be in an empty house. Yeah, oh yeah, I yeah. Can't yeah. really get into that with like Heather in the room. I'm upstairs screaming. At the top of my lungs, Carol. And it's ready to pop any day now. And you just hear, nah, nah, nah. this is the and man then, I'm then, procreating with. And then your mom comes in and she's just like, hey, John, I know you're trying to sleep right now, but I can't help but notice you're going dewey, dewey, do a lot. Are you okay or do you need some medical attention? I left some ginger root in the refrigerator. <laughs> Take it. If you have diarrhea, I don't have fucking diarrhea. Stop saying that. I'm eating, but now I'm not anymore. I feel like when I record songs or when I have in the past and things like that, I always have to like, like talk to the neighbor upstairs and be like, "Look, you're gonna hear some really weird shit going on. Everything's fine, you know." Because when we we recorded the Grammar Nazi two rap, the opening scene. Remember we're in like the bunker scene and we're all like yelling like, "I don't believe in line." And some neighbor upstairs is like, "Is everything okay?" Is everything all right? White nationalist group forming underneath me? Um, am I okay? okay? Papers, please. Papers. So, uh, tonight's show is sponsored by Live Web Media. We recap the Star Wars. That's the eighth film of the franchise, right? The, the eighth film in that It's that episode order. eight. In the main, in the Skywalker films. Exactly. 
Okay. So Skywalker lineage. Yeah, the lineage. Which uh, there is no father. There is no like Darth Vader doesn't have a father. Do you do you want for Darth? Do you want for Darth Vader during these new films, or do you feel like he respectfully played his role, and it's good that they the story played out, the storyline played out as it did. Well, not to you know lean on Star Wars too much, but the the way Rogue One did Darth Vader that last three minutes of the of the of the picture. Uh, like, and it, it's literally seconds before A New Hope begins um, to watch those back to back. It's it's pretty it's pretty perfect and probably will be impossible to top. It's pretty breathtaking. Mm-hmm. It's it it's captivating. It, it is breathtaking in our history. It's good. Very good. Very good. So uh, we talked about the M&M review. I want to give you a quick review, if I may. Let me crowbar this in of the SNES Classic, which I recently oh, yeah. obtained. And we spoke on this in the show before, the Super Nintendo Classic. John and I were never big fans because we were at the age where we were more interested in girls and we weren't playing video games. Right. So the only games I really remember are like Mario Kart and like Mario World and Street Fighter 2. That's it. Mm-hmm. But to play those three again were awesome. Because you're playing these, and you're like, oh, yeah, these were really good. You know, it was at that weird time where you're more interested in girls, and, like, you're hitting puberty, and you're like, I'm not, you know, sports. I'm not going to be wasting time with video games. But to kind of course, jump back into that and play a little bit, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Sweet. Pretty juicy. I, uh, pretty, pretty delect- I still think it's garbage, and, uh, you know. Right. I, uh... I, I think you, um, I don't know. I, I wait. So what game? Mario Kart? Super Mario, Mario Kart? Mario Kart. And let me preface that it by saying. That was the Ridge. That was the oh, Ridge. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, then that gives it more ginger, more zest. Yeah, it, it does have a little more pepper, you know, punched in that pickle. But I never would buy it for myself. I would never spend the money and be like, I need this. But as a gift to throw it on and sure. play a little bit. It's It's just like the old school one. It's just something good to have for you get that sliver of time and you can sneak in there, especially around the holidays where we have some days off and we can stay up past midnight, mostly until the sun rises, playing all these old games completely, which I did, you know, deadening our, our brain cells. Oh my gosh, this morning was, I felt like I wanted to die. I stepped like almost, I think it was 340 playing this thing. Play a Mario Kart? And I woke up and I was like Adderall coffee. I was feeding the Adderall in my belly with coffee. I was just like dowsing it, like, get to work! Get to work! And then, but it's that time of year, that great time of year where everyone's checked out. We should just have the month off, you know, because I feel like nobody works. Even my boss today came out at like five o'clock and literally just said, I want to go home. I just don't feel like working. And because I don't want to work, you guys don't need to work. You know, like I just don't want to be here. Yeah. It's the end of the year. The other the other boss was like, I'm going to enjoy these last few weeks of the year. I'm going to like Malibu now or something. Nice. Everyone just checked out, you know? Yes. Everyone Everyone's... you talk to or emails like...
after the new year, let's talk. You're like, yeah, I'm checked out too. I'm on autopilot. Everyone's mailing it in. Mailing it. Tomorrow's the holiday Christmas party. Early, oh. so we'll be done at like 2 p.m., which is great. Oh, um, I went to Target today. Got some presents for the office. That oh, store really? is such a shithole. Yeah, I can't wait till Amazon just rubs them all out of business. It's, you know? Uh, They're awful. It's They're becoming, awful. It's becoming a little redundant for me. It's red- like, I hate going to stores. Every store I go in is basically the same. Got the same shirts, the same pants, the same shorts, the same. Uh, it's like Star Wars toys, Marvel toys, DC toys, girl toys, sporting supplies, lawn furniture, motivational posters, and crappy DVDs, towels. Yeah, DVDs on buy one get eight free. I love the DVDs at like the supermarket. You know, like oh, at the checkout, God, like, come yes. on. Uh, or like, pushes. do you guys still have those red boxes where yeah. like, you can rent movies on DVD? I'm like, yeah, you see those and you're, you see people in front of them. You're like, what if we become you're outside in the, you know, in the cold or whatever, you know, put, selecting a DVD outside of like a CVS. Like, come on, man. When you, you do, when you see the people standing that, in front of them. Yeah, you, right. You, you think to yourself, eh, it's pretty consistent with what I would have guessed. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. That's who I expected. You don't know if they're homeless, if they're going to ask you for change or not, or if they're just looking for a copy of Turner and Hooch. You know, they're just kind of hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging wow. out. Hanging so, out. Uh, just kicking with the biscuits. Last night. What is that? The biscuits. Last night, they retired. Just the biscuits. They retired Kobe Bryant's numbers. Yeah, yeah. And now... And now... Sports with John, John. Yeah. Yeah. What was his numbers? What was his original number? His first one? Eight? Eight. Yeah. And then I believe after Shaq got traded to the Heat, he became number 24. So three championships with number eight, two with number 24, five total. Do you know the 10 basketball players who also have more than one retired numeral? I could probably guess five or six. I don't know if I could do all ten. <laughs> to all be right. perfectly legitimate not, with your your birthright uh, of the vet. I'm not to laughing be at you. Legitimate with your your lineage storyline. I'm not laughing at what you said. I'm laughing at uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's real name. It just popped up in my head, and it's even weirder than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! What is oh my it? Gosh. You don't know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's real name? No. Luel Cinder. <laughs> Luel Cinder. Like Lou Al Cinder. How's or, Cinder spelled? Like the block? Or maybe it's Lou Al Cinder. Oh. Lou Al Cinder. I should look that up. Sounds uh, like a like a n- nice stew. Do you want some more Lou Al Cinder? 
Yeah, just put another pot of water in it and heat it up for like a minute 20 and then bring it out. Please. Um, a little mouth. It's like a dish. Piping hot, though. Only, only piping. Uh, piping. All right. Give me your guesses. Okay. Michael Jordan is one. Julia Serving is another. Patrick Ewing. Shaquille O'Neal. Is Kobe Bryant included in this 10? Kobe. Or there's a, uh, yeah. Give the ball to Kobe. Give Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Um. Uh, David Robinson. Larry Bird. Wilt Chamberlain. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And uh, I bet it's going to be some like white guy from the 60s. That's nine. Okay, so one more. It's going to be... Uh, Clyde Drexler or Carl Malone? I'm going to go with one of those guys. Hmm. I have no idea if you're right or wrong. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, number one, so you are correct on that one. Huh. Number two, Sir Charles Barkley. Oh, I thought about that, too, and I thought, nah, he'd probably give that. Maybe I'm going to Denver, I'm going to buy a Kobe. But I'm just going to start to spin my wheels. Charles was on the Sixers from 85 to 92, and then he was terrible, and he left and went to the Suns, where he Charles. almost beat Michael in the finals, but he didn't. So he was 34 for the Sixers, 34 for the Soons. Wilt the Stilt, there's one for you, ding! Wilt the Stilt! 13 Warriors, 13 Lakers, 13 Sixers. Everybody jumped mm. on that fucking bandwagon, including him. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Did you say Clyde the Glide? I did. Drexler, 22 with the Blaze. Ah, 22 a regular privilege. Clyde the Glide. He um, didn't beat Michael on the Blazers. And he got picked up by the Rockets. Michael was playing baseball, and they uh, they won. Good they point. The, uh, I think they beat the Knicks in seven. And another one, Dr. J. Ooh, Julius Erving. Number six for the Sixers, number 32 for the Nets. Dr. J. Hmm, somebody you didn't get, but somebody I don't even know. I uh, played in 1980s. Bob Lanier. Is he a white guy? Bob Lanier, I would assume, was a white guy. That's what that's who I'm thinking of when I said it's gonna be some white guy. I thought I knew his first ah, name would be Bob. I just didn't know it. You always hear about that guy, but you don't know who he is. I did because he's a white guy. Here, some white guy. Yeah. That, white that, guy that, I don't think I get credit for that, but if I said Bob, well, we'll give you a credit. All right, a little check and check check. Ding. Uh sixteen for the Bucks, sixteen for the Pistons. Oh, and here's another one we didn't have. Moses Malone. Oh, yeah. Moses only got us one title. You thought they were going to win more. Um, he was number two on the Sixers and number 24 on the Rockets. Yeah, you thought he'd be bringing some more home to the city brother in love. Yeah. Like Eric Lindros did it. This man's nickname was The Pearl. Earl the Pearl Monroe, a New York Knickerbocker. Yes, number 15 on the Wizards, 10, or 15 on the Knicks, 10 on the Wizards. He did play with a bunch of other teams, including 76ers. They all did, apparently. 
Somebody else we didn't have. Oscar Robertson, Bucks number one, Kings 14. Hmm. Okay. Didn't know. Milwaukee Bucks? Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, 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 All right. Yep. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. <laughs> number 10, Nate Thurmond. Sounds like a senator. The proposed tax cut was about to be passed by the upper house, but in the lower house, Senate Majority Speaker Nate Thurman Nathaniel. put in his scallywag. I like to be referred to as Nathaniel Thurman. Please call me first. Nathaniel the First at my great-grandfather, Buford Thurston. Thurman. Thur- Thurston Thurman. He was thirsty. Thirsty Thurman drank on Thursdays. Twist a tongue-tie because we're going to start doing some, some scallywagging. His so first busted. game, Scally his first game in Chicago, he recorded the NBA's first ever quadruple double. Zion. Oh, wow. Ice Cube points, is shitting in his drawers. 14 boards, 13 assists, 12 block shots. Holy shit. Cavs, Watch him out, he was man. I'm going to hit you right in the penis. <laughs> Warriors, he was also number 42. Watch um, him out. Skittywag, you were right in the in crazy, a crazy turn of events, the ESPN president stepping down, citing drug abuse. Yeah. Drug yeah, issues, substance drug abuse. Problems, I think. Substance uh, abuse, whatever. I think he got caught, or maybe means. he's just a righteous man that was like, "I'm on drugs. I need to get help and step down." But I feel like my gut reaction was somebody caught him, or they the writing was on the wall, and they're like, "You need to step down, and we're gonna let you go," and they let him do it. Nothing but great things about him, too. People poured out celebrities and, you know, sports figures poured out the love for this guy and how professional he was and, you know, great to work with. And Disney's Bob Iger was like, he's, you know, a great friend, good guy, you know. Bubatard came back. We wish from, him well. He came back from a break, like, early in the 10 o'clock hour when they go national, and he was trying to speak. And he was crying. He was cr- trying to speak through his words. And I was like, what the fuck is going it's on? It's his words. And he's like, you know, the president uh, has, has stepped down. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. This guy's done so much for me and so much for, like, that levitard effect that I always talk about, like, giving minorities a chance uh, yeah. on ESPN and it, it becoming more interesting and more yeah. opinions and more different points of views. Totally. Um, and uh, yeah, more diverse, more, you know, exciting, energized. Yeah. Contract. All right. So um, hmm, straight talk is what it'll be. Um, the, uh, the president uh, so of ESPN has resigned um, and sent out a statement. And uh, uh, I'm sorry. I, um, I just want to know that he's okay. Um, Does that. He, he, he cries through like an entire segment trying to report live as it's being released. Yeah. The news. Um, the, this guy that he really so admires stepping I'm, down. I'm just learning of this now, okay? And this is a... Um, is he's This is the reason that I work here. Um and so I don't know what's coming. I don't know what this. I don't know what this is. But um, 
He has turned in his re- resignation. He sent it to everybody at ESPN through all all the email accounts. And it's, he and has he since said, then cut himself off from all like news outlets like computers, telephones. He's like, I don't want to read one thing from one of the the. The haters on Twitter, like, ripping him apart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like me after the election. Ah. Most of us after the election. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm checking out. Yeah. Um, wow. So that's interesting. And I, I agree with what you say. I think the guy may have just had some shit. And he was like, I can't run this fucking company. Uh, I, I got to take a step down. I got to take care of myself. So my family. Then, then, within minutes later, the owner of the Panthers, he's like throwing the the team on, out for sale. Someone, someone's gonna buy him. Someone, Diddy, P. Diddy, uh, Kaepernick. You guys want to buy the Panthers? Somebody, brother, love. And then now all this racial, sexual misconduct nonsense is coming out about him. Oh, really? It sounds like the Clippers coach. It's like the NFL is gonna force. Oh, him to sell it. yeah. What was his name? Donald. Uh... Sterling. Don, Sterling. Sterling, yeah, that. Yeah. So, so this guy sold the team. I didn't hear about the sexual allegations. Do you think put he it up sold for it, sale. or put it up for sale because he knew the shit was coming down? He's like, let's get rid of it now. Yes. Before I have to be stepped down, like, let's sell it while I'm still in control. Yes. It's like. Did he wants to buy it? Put Kaepernick in there as a quarterback. Yes. Wonder what the price tag is because Diddy's got the money to do it. Holy I mean, that guy's worth almost like does. a billion. Totally. And that would be such an interesting thing to see him try to do. Uh, oh, yeah. So far, he hasn't really lost money. Doesn't right. Appear. But it's no. just another fucking dick. It's just another rich white guy fucking up. Um, over to black guys fucking up. Thomas Davis is suspended initially up until this afternoon. He's suspended for two games for the illegal hit on Devontae Adams. Right. During the Packers. I can never remember who the fuck they played. Hold on one second. All right. Um, I can't remember who they played. How the hell did they fuck? Uh, anyway. Uh, I, I saw this hit, and it was a block throw. Cleveland on Browns. A green, the, no, not the Browns. On a, on a Green Bay receiver, e, not even looking in the direction Davis is coming in, and then Davis clocks him, making a block. So that occurred during a play, okay? You and I have both played football. I don't care what level you're talking. The, everything is moving so fast. I play Everyone, pro. Everyone's all around the same height. You're all smashing into each other. You're all trying to make a play. You're all trying not to get benched. So people smash into each other. This guy hit a receiver who wasn't looking didn't see him coming. Okay, that's illegal. Fine. Penalty and a fine. They suspend him for two games initially. When fucking Rob Gronkowski gets one game for attacking a man laying face down after the play. Gronk didn't make a violent play. He simply made a violent attack. He's a caveman, right. he's a seven-year-old boy, and he's on the Patriots, so he gets slapped on the wrist. We make sure you're there to beat the shit out of the Steelers uh, Sunday evening. Uh, of course. Your, f- your 
soy fiesta. <laughs> that, and that was a touchdown, too, that game. Why is that? Why did Gronk only get one game? Because the league is blowing the Patriots. Deflategate, Belichick cheating, that illegal hit. All the bullshit. Yeah, the Spygate. They just get a slap in the wrist. They're in bed with the league. The league just blows the Patriots. There's money flowing in. They see the market share. There's probably some cahoots with the owner, Kraft, and the commissioner. Tiger calling me up to become his caddy because I'm just so good out here. I mean... I'm telling my brother where to shoot. I got the yardage mark right here. Telling what kind of clubs to use. They're just, my it, it's too. totally biased. Not to how the Patriots are treated. Not to make sports with John a complete. Sports with John, 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 John. A complete like John, recap of what Levitard talks about. But what he was talking about today is how, uh, in short, the Falcons this season are basically the exact same team they were last season. But now they're right. scrambling for their Super Bowl because. Three or four losses last year were three or four wins. And the difference right. was inches and, and bounces and random nonsense. Yeah, it was like we, picking straws. Right. And uh, blades of grass. And I, the only thing that proves that it's not just all random madness is the Patriots. Yeah. Because right. they've been so consistent for so long. There's got to be level. some trick. I mean, you would almost think they were cheating. You would almost. I mean, God forbid, John, that's hearsay. Um, Watch your blossoms. We've gotten so, so many. Wait, 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 we've gotten there. All the answers have been different. And really, the correct answer is injured Tom Brady. What is the single most important thing the Falcons have to do to win on Sunday? Harm Tom nice. Brady. We can. But there's definitely some biasedness going on with the Patriots, though. I don't care if you're a fan or, you're, or you hate him or whatever. If you look at everything, though, I mean, it's the golden boy Tom Brady, the 40-year-old man who is at his peak somehow at 40, doing great. You have the history of 17 years of him on the team, 20. I don't know. How long is he playing for? It's, it's like, like 20 his 18th years. 18th season, 17th season. He missed one since 2001, I think, is when he joined. Yeah, I mean, look at their track record and look at the breaks they've had. I mean, it's just... And then you look at teams... Like, they're due to be shitty for a while. You like know, there's long overdue. There's like injury and, and you know, just a, a, a call like that where that was a touchdown. That was a million percent. He caught it. He moved it over the goal line. Touchdown. The play's over once the ball crosses the line. Done. I don't care how it gets crossed. Yes. That's a touchdown. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, it's a touchdown. And it's in someone's but it's hands. Not. But it's not. It's not a touchdown. Horse crap. That was such a stupid call, even though it was oh kind of happy the Steelers lost. Um, yeah, I, I bet it's a game I could care less about other team. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, but Nick Foles, four touchdowns, bitch, yeah. no interceptions, channeling uh, his. No one predict John's screen would freeze like that. And now here I am uh, talking to myself. I can hear you. I can hear you, and I'm recording myself. Hey. Yo. Konnichiwa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hi. Oh my gosh. I'm in your house in the dark crawl space in the attic. Send up a sandwich. In the crawl space. Yeah, I got you. I got that ginger. In the crawl space. All right. So they blow the Patriots and the league. That's what's going on. What scares you about the. I'm not going to jump the shark with this, but what scares you about the Eagles' win on Sunday? What scares you about that? What's, what's Nothing. What's right, Nothing what at all. Really? 
because all it was was the defense not doing anything fancy. They're just, okay, let Eli give Eli first downs. Don't, don't dive to prevent a first down. And when it's close, we'll put the clamps on. And that's what happened in the second half. It was close, and we shut down, and Foles went slippery willy, and, yeah. and we won. I don't – and, okay, there's, there's a, a first-round bye. I don't think yeah. with all the madness of injury that's been going on in this sport, the, yeah. de, the defense is going they're, – they're playing soft, and they, sh- and they should be. They should be protecting themselves. Save What's great about first. that game is Foles' first game filling in after Wentz was injured. Four yes. touchdowns, zero interceptions, McCombs. 30 points. Four, interse- four touchdowns, zero interceptions. First game back, 34 points. And it couldn't have been played against a better opponent. You have like the worst right. team in the league. Find your footing a little bit. Don't play somebody hard. Don't throw them and get injured. Get the footing back on with like a practice team. You'll be even more, my theory, you'll be even more oiled up next game. Who do we play next Sunday? Uh, Dallas? We play Monday night against Dallas, I do believe. Dallas. So, your grace. So, it's, uh, I think it was a good, good time, bad timing that Wentz got hurt. Great timing that it happened right before they played the Giants. They found that footing. The guys, you know, got got the, uh, they warmed up the engine a little bit, mm-hmm. and they delivered. And uh, Foles looked great. I thought four touchdowns, zero interceptions. I think those numbers are it's great. And and to be <laughs> earn, to be earnest, P. Whirl, I think <laughs> uh, no. well, it sucks because if we beat Dallas, we completely eliminate them from the playoffs. Okay. But if they win we're still in the playoffs. Like, nothing really changes. So it's almost like I would play Nick Foles for a half and then just get him out yes. and take the loss just so, fuck, we don't Or have not at all. Just play somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, the third stringer. Nobody, just something else. The body bag game. Darren just keep Sproles. putting, like, wide Darren receivers out there in a wheelchair. Yeah. Put Jeff Passenger out there, but he's waving his Eagles flag that he brings down the shore with him, which I love, by the way, that that makes a trip with the suitcase and the bathing oh. suit. just like a flag. Always. And it gets, but it's like the, you know, when you like, like when an army takes over a new like land or a base, they put up the flag of that country. Real Jeff's taking over moon. the city. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You see the Eagles flag. I got to ask about that. Is that in the house or does he bring, own that and bring that with him? No. Yeah. I think I gave that to him as a gift. He loves the flags. He always hangs the That's Phillies great. one on opening day and the Eagles one every Sunday. That, I, see, uh, I, I made the mistake. I, my, some of my home is a big history buff. So I just went on Google. I was looking at both the swastika and it, it hasn't been going well for them when they go down to Charlottesville. And I just, I don't know. That's a terrible, flags. terrible joke, but no, I love the Eagles flag. I really do. I, I want to get one for my dad. Cause I know he wouldn't fly it. So I want to get it for him. So he has to, you know? Yes. Cause that's I know he wouldn't ever, he would never like put up a flag. He just, right. he just wouldn't do it. Like he loves the Eagles and everything. He just He's not wouldn't a nerdy do sports fan like my dad who like, oh, I wish he were. Um, He's passionate. Why? Don't fuck up. Hmm. Why did I write down Wash? Washington. Oh, I, I tried to start that. Um, John, you got to do the fucking wash. I'm pregnant. I tried to start that tradition on my own with hanging a, 
Penn State flag out of my new home. And uh, that was the game they lost to Ohio State and completely were knocked out of any sort of playoff contention. So I, I ripped it down and I broke the pole in half and I burnt oh, no. the flag. <laughs> Is that I true? I denounced my alumni for good. No way. No, did I, you? I didn't do that, but I almost Dude, that did. Dude, that's raging. If you did that, it'd be some I, issues. I did a lot. Dude, we were up by like 17 and we blew it and it eliminated us. We were undefeated hey. before that. It was no, they pooped. I cried when the Oilers lost in that, that playoff <sighs> game. I was alone watching it, and I think I cried. Oh, we were at McDonald's that day. Yep. Um, oh. Standings in the NFL, obviously. Ooh. In the NFC, Eagles still hold the best record in the entire league at 12-2. They're going to keep it. Um, Vikings 11-3, and Rams, Saints, Panthers, Falcons, Lions, Seahawks, Cowboys. In the AFC, Patriots, Steelers, Jags, all clinched, all in the playoffs. Chiefs, Titans, Bills, Ravens still have a chance. And there comes a chance. It's amazing that the Bills are are eight and six and still have a chance. I I love that actually. Not a fan. Yeah. Love. I love the season's chances and the way the teams are pinned up and how close it is. It says. On one side, it shows, you know, how how it's wide open. On the side, side you're thinking, what the fuck is going on? Like, how is this possible? Yeah. Who's not Who's not running the ball or who's not, you know, stopping it? Because you're just thinking, like, what is going on? And it's 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 just like we were saying, like, it's all just random bullshit. Like, how yeah. the fuck do the Dolphins beat the crap out of the Patriots? Then the Patriots beat the Steelers. Any given Sunday. Yeah, how does that happen, though, really? I, I get any given Sunday in that mentality, but yeah, the Dolphins beat like, the Patriots. That, I kind of baffled them. But, like, think about it. I always remember this quote. They are all professionals, so they right. are all capable of playing great at the same time. It's like Just, my stepdad always said. You know the guy that you see the third string on the bench that doesn't play in the NFL? He's still 1% of the of the 100. You know, he's the best. He's better than any of any college football player you're like you're watching now or any like, high school he's the best like better than anybody anyone you've ever played against in your life he's a thousand times better yeah yeah i'm buying you a new lids cap right now it's going to be sexy over to hockey and the vegas golden knights improving their home record to 13 and 2 and 8 and 7 on the road they have won two in a row and rest nestled in <laughs> sleep on bosom breasts. In You're more of a boob man, more of an ass man. 21-9, They have less losses than, <laughs> than the Kings. I know. They do. Which is kind of uh, weird considering how good the Kings are. And they're an expansion team in their first year. They're they're doing great for that. I, it's dude, expansion they're still teams in second suck. place. They they I don't know. I guess there's like overtime losses and points, but in losses the the Knights have less. Um, yeah, the they got James Neal. The stupid, embarrassing, fat, slow Flyers uh, are still in second to last in the Metropolitan East. Monday was the 53rd birthday of Stone Cold Steve Austin. 316. So 
I'll never forget when he uh, drove the Coors Light truck down to the ring and had a hose attached to it and sprayed Vince and The Rock and Shane McMahon with beer all over. Piss water. Yeah, he was actually emptying the Porto Johns. (laughs) Over to basketball. Celtics, two and a half lead over the Cavs for first place in the East. Sixers in 10th place now. They've lost a lot lately. They need Embiid back. He has a tight back. The Houston Rockets are out of control. They've won 14 in a row. Chris Paul has not lost as a Rocket this season. Uh, They're just beating the snot out of teams. No one can keep up. Oh, my gosh. As we predicted, on on Paul's old team and when – Harden was by himself on the Rockets. They both had to carry the load. They had to be the team. Now they can share that. So they have a uh, a one-and-a-half-game lead uh, for first place in the West over the Warriors. And that! Oh, no, no, no. no, We just got the movie starting. I want to rewind that part. Is your dad home yet? I I don't have to. I don't want to get up now. I just need to sit down and let it dry. I mean, I I need to... I, I have a Charlie horse. I mean, a sleeping thumb. A sleeping thumb. What's a John? What's a John? Is your dad home yet? I have a Charlie horse. I can't get up. I mean, a sleeping thumb. What the fuck is that? I don't know. I got Jesus in my pants. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my gosh. Me. I, uh, I, that was a great sports job, man. So I got distracted. I'm looking up San Jose Sharks gear for you for Christmas, trying to figure out what I'm buying for you. Just need to see you wear something with a shark on it. Oh, and not a, I'm not talking about Greg Nicholas either. Or Greg Shorts. Norman. Greg Nicholas. What the fuck is that? Greg Norman. Shaq. Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas. And that was born for Jack. You know Lids has like t-shirts too? Do they? Oh yeah. I yeah. Guess I've, I've been to the store and they have them, yeah. But they're not cool though. They're not like, they're weird, you know? Well, it's kind of like yeah. they're a byproduct. Like, well, we got hats, but we got some other shit too. They're, yeah, they're like kind of cheap. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sharks, though, man. I wish I, I wish I liked them more. I'd love to get on board with that team. Yeah, I know. I remember uh, maybe last season, they kind of were going far, and yeah, they, they didn't yeah, they played they team. played Anaheim. They got all the way up to uh, That's right. like in the the last three. San Jose, they are right behind. Our man, Vegas slashing Golden prices. Right yes. Yeah, Golden Knights have that guy Neil, who was he played for the Penguins. He was really good. He's he's the guy that's kind of keeping the focal point of the the gel, not Neil? spilling it. Neil. Ne- Neil. Is that his name? It's Neil. Shut up, Frogert. Shut up. It's Neil, Neil Page. My Neil name is Frogert. It's Neil. What is that from? Lost. Ah, great, <laughs> Doctor Linus. Maybe but uh, find so else um, that's like crazy, but not as hateable. Because I just I feel that way you. too about. When we listen back and we talk about Trump sometimes, not every show, yeah, but there's sometimes where I listen to it and I'm like, I just, I can't. And I'll just like yeah. forward it like, all right. So that was Sports with John. We're going to keep the show going a little bit more because it's late there and I'm getting a second win. And I'm, oh, there it is. Ah, Matthew Fox. No, that's, that's Josh Holloway. Josh like Holloway. Ooh, I like it. I like it very much. All right, let's get it's getting late there, and uh, yeah, John it. has a woman expecting, so the only thing 
polite now and proper to do is to welcome the segment. We have to call NBA Trivia Time. Then we got, hey, Ashley, on line oh, yeah. two. Get the fuck up here. Um, before we go, we just want to thank everybody. As Christmas approaches, I believe we will be doing. Yes. I wanted to say something. Uh, I skipped <laughs> the Apple Dick feed because I noticed after listening back to Uh-oh. recent shows that yeah. I hate Floyd Mayweather and I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> you don't want to hear about I him. I don't anymore. care. I hate him more. And it, I noticed myself getting angry at the news about him li- while listening to our own show. Yeah. I hear good, you. It's played out. It's played out. I, I, I read it earlier. He's not really doing anything, but, uh, find somebody else that's like crazy, but not as hateable. Cause I, just I feel that way too about, when we listen back and we talk about Trump sometimes, not every show, yeah, but 30 minutes. Yeah, because in the moment, we're, we're angry. But afterwards, right. we're kind of like, well... When we're, when I, we're high. I kind of like dealt with it on the show. I don't want to like re-deal with it myself listening back to it. We processed it. We made it work. Anyway, that'll be our show tonight. That was a tight one, my lord. Oh, thank you, Grace. Please listen to all the shows on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. The and if you have any questions, you can tweet us at the us. underscore podcastle. Nerd35. Hit up John, Sports, John JDH272PSU. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next show. From the gentleman in charge of trolling the internet for San Jose Sharks gear, Matthew Clark, to the man who was born with an abnormal fin, some might call a tail, on his backbone. The other guy, Matthew. I, I messed that up. <laughs> that, that was really bad. Thank you so much for listening. And Oh, I know what I was going to say. We'll have another show before Christmas, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, we got to have another one this week. We're going to have several more, I'm sure. But as you're listening to the show and getting in the Christmas spirit, wishing you all happy holidays from all your pals at the Podcastle. And good night, everybody. Trust. Godspeed. The process. Be strong. Serve God only. Know that if you do, beautiful heaven awaits. The poem I wrote for the first time. I saw a man with no clothes, no money, no plate, Mr. Wayne. That's his name. No one ever knew his name, cause he's a no one. Never thought twice about spending on an old bum until I had a chance to really get to know one. Now that I know him, to give him money isn't charity. He gives me some knowledge by buying some shoes. And I think blacks spend all their money on big colleges. Still, most of y'all come out confused. Go ahead, Mr. Wayne. He really did get a second one. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna puke. Great show, brother. Yeah, Great second show. win, dude. I'm charged up. I'm gonna go play I a game. I wanna play basketball tonight. Yeah. All right. Great show, man. Say hi to Fuck. the the wife for me. Thanks for the we wedding. We forgot to talk plan. about the uh, the app. Right, we'll save it for the next show. Which app was that? The NBA app. Oh yeah, next show. That's. Yeah. I wanna I wanna play with it some more. Yeah. Great show, my lord. Great, Great show, to see brother. you. Try to warn us about our ways, but we don't hear him talk. Is it his fault when we've gone too far?